You're listening to Rowan Radio On Demand. Download more podcasts at rowanradio.com. The following program does not represent the views or opinions of the staff or administration of Rowan University or Rowan Radio. 89.7 WGLS-FM. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM presents Everything Special Needs, a weekly program discussing topics and important resources concerning the special needs community. And now, here's the host of Everything Special Needs, Sue Schilling. Welcome to Everything Special Needs on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. My name is Sue Schilling. And with Down Syndrome Awareness Month taking place March 21st, we honored the Down Syndrome parents and had them talk about their experiences and educate us a little bit about Down Syndrome. We heard from several parents, and we are looking forward to hearing their experiences for the next half hour on Everything Special Needs. That everyone is an individual, everyone is different, but there are some common traits, as in all of us. Um, There are some delays um, intellectually, and it does come in various um, ranges. Um, So again, that's one of the telltale uh, signs that you'll see. Um, There's some feature facial characteristics that you'll see about them. Um, And so, you know, in the big picture, though, Sue, we've always wanted to express to everyone that Number one, they're individuals. They're, they're people first. That's number one. But it is a condition. It's not a disease. Sometimes people, you know, may not know. Uh, that's something to be very well aware of. But what's interesting is Down syndrome is the most commonly occurring chromosomal condition. Approximately one in every 700 babies in the United States is born with Down syndrome. About 6,000 a year. Uh, so, yeah, you know, and, and so you'll, you know, it, it is probably something that all of us have probably um, seen, met, um, or experienced in their life. But it is um, something to celebrate, something to be aware of, um, you know. And what's also interesting is that there are three types of Down syndrome. There's trisomy 21, um, and that's the most popular, Sue. 95% of the cases are with that. Um, there's one, something called translocation, um, and that's about 4%, and then there's mosaic for about 1%. Um, but there are three types, so it's, it's, you know, and we're always learning about it, too. There, there's so much more to learn about with Down syndrome. Um, you know, we're always seeing, and there's lots of improvements. The good thing is that, you know, it used to be that um, the uh, time of how long they may live, it's really um, stretched, and now they can live up to 60 years or older, which is amazing. Amazing. Because it used to be younger, 30, 35, things like that, you know. So, um, again, lots of improvement, and I think that comes through education, paying attention to health, diet, and so many new things that we're always trying to learn. But there's, there's just a lot more to learn about, Sue. Just a lot more. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just amazing, though, with state-of-the-art technology and medical research that you can go from some, um, a condition that has a life expectancy of 35 and now a life expectancy of 60. Yeah, right, exactly. And you see that, and, and it's just wonderful. But I've heard stories of, you know, of course, people living longer, as in many con- you know, other situations. But when you do hear that, it does make, 
for inspiring stories helps families with confidence and uh, just brings more light and, and, again, more information about what else is out there that could really enjoy it. I, I, I participate in a Crossbridge Church, in, which is in Swedesboro. I participate in their annual design prom, which is a, a Tim Tebow mm-hmm. idea. It's a, he kind of sponsors it, and uh, it's a prom for for teenagers to adults, and it is amazing, absolutely amazing, how many families come and they're adopting kids with special needs. So it's it's beautiful to see this. It's it's you know God doesn't always pick you, but He does if if you're like me and like you. He's picked us, but also some pick, some people get picked in a whole different way, and it's it's amazing to see that. Amazing. You, you mentioned the Tim Tebow prom. I know last year a lot of things um, because of the COVID the last couple of years. So are they having they're having the prom this year? Do you know when it is? So we don't know yet, but it will be right around Valentine's Day, and uh, there are a few of them around. But the one that we participate in, uh, it actually goes off, I believe it's in Marlton. What's that, Lucian's or something? Lucian's Manor, yes. Is that on, is that on, uh, seven, what's that I on? I think, uh, uh, I can't 38 remember. 38? Yeah, 38, 38, yeah. Right, that's it. And that's where we have ours because they take such good care of us. And uh, it is just amazing. We have limo companies volunteering their limos. We have hairdressers there doing the, the hair and makeup, we have photographers there, we have gowns donated and suits donated, it's just, uh, I have Facebook friends that are adults with special needs from, from doing these prompts, it's just, uh, I can't get enough of it, it's just amazing. It, it sounds just, absolutely. so that's, you have to be a teenager to go, I guess, for the prom, do they have an age? Yeah, I think, I think it's 14, 14. I think okay. that's where it starts, but it's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard so many great things about the Night to Shine. Be here before you know it. Uh, yes. With you, and what has been, I mean, you've done so much to help uh, the, the special needs community. And, and with your son, uh, when you think about the journey of, of Down syndrome that, that your son has gone through and your journey and your family's journey with your son, uh, what has been most rewarding for you? I think what's been on a personal level, is the impact that that we've made on our community so that life will be easier for my son and every child after him with special needs. I may hear about if you're done for every child with special needs because our community is so welcoming now and understanding now and patient. For example, uh, JT is in Clearview High School in Mullica Hill. Uh, they are working to figure out how a lot of these kids that wish to go to the homecoming, which is Friday, they're figuring out how to make it work. The, 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 you know, the head of special services, the superintendent, the teachers, it, it's, it's amazing. You know, these are the things that you want. And all this happens because people have to care. And they only care when they're alerted to a need. So you know, they're spreading most that people word. People are not mean spirited or ignorant. They just don't know. So if you tell them and you show them, it, it changes things. It's amazing. So the issue we, was because they're out of the high school program and in the vocational program to get them there. Is that the issue? No, I mean even you know, tenth, eleventh, twelfth graders. 
You know, if you have special needs, there's not usually accommodations for these kids at, at a homecoming. Oh, okay. If you think about it, they, you know, some of them are going to need people there to help them eat. Some of them will need people there to keep them in the building. You know what I mean? Some people will they'll need somebody there to, like a buddy, you know, more than a chaperone, somebody just, you know, helping them enjoy themselves and helping them understand what they're, what they're there for. So it sounds like you they're know? trying to make that happen. That would be great. Yeah, our school is making it happen. That's 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 great to hear. And like you said, you know, there there's so much more than the diagnosis because someone has special needs or down syndrome whatever the special need is, they want to enjoy the homecoming just like anyone else, right? So we hear on the t- television, "Oh, at this age they should be doing this and and at this age they should be already achieving these things." Nope. Uh, early on, I'd hear it, get anxious, get upset, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're, I don't think we're doing that. Will we ever get there? Can we? Every, everyone has their own timetable, and I'll let you know, Sue. Um, you know, one of the big challenges for us also was potty training, you know, and I, I'm telling you, I couldn't even picture it, Sue. I mean, we were trying hard, and, and I just didn't see if she made the connection, and I just was really not seeing it. And then all of a sudden, age 10, it clicked with her. I, I don't know what happened. It just clicked with her. So I'm saying to parents, everybody has their own timetable, and when something is achieved, that was the right time. It happened just that that was the right time for them. That That is really it. Because I, I I still do it sometimes. I still look, and I get anxious. I'm like, oh, gosh, she's gonna, she's 13. She's going to be 13. She's, you know, she's going to be this. And the, I have to stop myself. Nope. Everything will fall into place in due time. It, it really will. But um, And that's... That's hard, though, you know, because we're in a society where um, people compare. You hear things. You see it all over the place. You know, at this place, you know, and, and even in, in schools, you know, you get those progress reports, IEPs, where you're supposed to be. Um, and I've always felt that, yes, I know what she can do and where she needs to work on things. So we get these IEPs, and I see them as guides. I don't see them as anything terrible, like, oh, this is what she's not doing. No, it's helping me saying, okay, let's see where she is. And it is what it is, Sue. You know, I've always felt with my husband, if she's happy, I'm happy. That's it. That that's really it. <laughs> gotcha. And and you know, as she's entering those those teen years, so like you said, you might see all the colors in in of the personality in the in the one hour. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yep, that is exactly true. And I think that's just for any any right any teen and things right. like that. But yes, but I'm just excited to be able to express and really celebrate, um, you know, not only just for this month, but all year around. You know, any chance we get, anytime we have a chance to educate, not just about Down syndrome, but with other conditions, I think it really helps. It sheds awareness, sheds light on what more work we all have to do to help to improve lives, and not just their lives, our lives. You know, they, they add a layer that uh, we can't even describe, right, Sue? Yeah, and that and that's absolutely, and that's part of the reason, you know, to have a, a forum where people can can share different ideas, uh, which is why I love doing this show so much to be able to to, to hear different perspectives and, and ideas that that people have, and and if someone listens and they uh, get some type of help by hearing someone like you or or someone else, and then it it all works out. Uh, you know, you mentioned as an individual. Tell us more about Juliana and her personality. 
So, yes, so she's, um, she's our feisty one, you know, not only because she's the youngest in the family, you know, it, it used, and it, it's interesting is that um, she really is very good about expressing what she likes and what she doesn't like without candy coating anything. You know, I think as typical people grow up, we try to be very polite, and not that she's not polite, but <laughs> we try to accommodate. And I'll give an example. I I don't really cook well. I'll share that. I try. <laughs> and so if I think there's a meal that I think we should try, we put it on the table, and then I'll ask my older daughter, Emma, what do you think? She goes, eh, you know, not bad, Mom. It's okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Juliana, do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Take it off my tongue. Can't scrape it off quick enough, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's no, there's no like, uh, let's not hurt Mommy's feelings. <laughs> no. But I trust that if she really, but if she likes something, Something well, you know the z- the zeal, the joy, and 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 her laughter. Oh, it's contagious! Like you you can't help but just smile when you hear her laugh, and you you want to keep doing it, uh, whatever it is, to to make her laugh. Um, and you know, I think one of the characteristics that some um, people with Down syndrome would uh, people would recognize is that um, are they willful? You know, they have they're very strong in their positions, and there are times Juliana is, you know. She doesn't want to do something. It really does take some um, prodding and some influence, uh, you know, and, and just redirecting, you know, what, what's the goal here? You know, it's not really brushing your teeth, but you want to get to bed. Well, we got we to gotta do this first, you know. So that's for me, was a learning curve, and the whole family's been learning together how to get her to her goals in a way that's in a positive way, right, positive reinforcement and not negative and not saying, well, if you're not going to brush your teeth, you're going to get at least cavities. Now, oh, if you brush your teeth, we can get some rest and read that story. Ah, okay, but that's learning, Sue. That's learning. Um, She loves dancing. I'll tell you, she was able to, and I'm so pleased. She's been, I think now it's three years, uh, with a dance program called Unique Kids here in Ocean County, uh, and they've been just fantastic. And I didn't realize that she loved dancing and music so much. So, um, And I think that's one of the things I'm uh, trying to do is just keep exposing her to different things. And if it doesn't take, it doesn't take. But you just never know what hits. And and her memorization of the dances, I, it's very interesting to me. She'll hear a song that they had danced two years ago, and next thing you know, she's doing the dance. Like, they hadn't done that before. So... I love it, the coordination, you know, the healthy aspect of it, moving and listening to music and memorizing, and then the social aspect, you know, she's there with other people, and and that's a learning curve for her, you know, being patient when she sees someone new. Um, It is, you know, she is shy, but she cannot interpret the shyness, so it does make her very upset, but I think once she gets to know you, then she loosens up and the smile comes out, but, um, you know, that feeling when someone's new, um, she, I, you can see she wants to run away, cover her eyes, and she cannot interpret that as shyness. She just doesn't, it's not comfortable to her. But you just give her time, you know, and she'll, she'll get to it. But, yeah, dancing is, is a really big love. Um, and, you know, and she loves, I'll let you know, her favorite movie is Frozen. I think, um, you know, when you, if you look on YouTube and they'll say, Five million views. We're at least half of that. Those views, and then the other half is probably other people. So we're two point five million. I don't know what everybody else is watching. So. Is this Frozen One or Frozen Two? Both of them. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Both of them. Oh, and if boy. you ask her what she wants for Christmas, she'll say Anna doll. 
Elsa, I mean, consistently, we have about 30 to 35 Anadols. I'm like, wow. Okay, yeah. And I keep saying, I think we have these already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're, we're very content with them. I'm like, all right. Well, and everyone knows that that's the, when you open the phone, oh, it's an Anadol. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, but that that's her. And uh, like I've always said, Sue, right, with our loved ones, we, we learn about ourselves, right? And uh, and for me, um, you know, we, we have a great time together. Even when, you know, things may not be working, we're struggling, I still laugh. I'm like, all right. I said, we need a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. But, yeah, she, she's good. And she, you know, keeps us on our toes. And big sister Emma is just fantastic, I, I have to say. Uh, she gets Juliana to do things. So um, I don't know if anyone in other families have seen this, but sometimes when parents will, you know, give direction and guidance, they're like, yeah, whenever. <laughs> and then Emma steps in. She goes, I think you have to brush your teeth. And she's like, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and, and we really try not to use Emma too much to do that, but it's so useful, especially if it's getting late. We're all tired. We're like, Emma, can you just tell your sister? Sometimes you've you got to bring in your, your closer. You've got to bring in your relief pitcher. <laughs> the closer. I love that. She's our Mariana Rivera. Yeah. <laughs> What have you learned most uh, from your daughter's journey? Uh, I think patience is so key. And people would tell us that, Sue, in the beginning. And you hear it, and you're like, well, yeah, I get it, I get it. But it really comes down patience and persistence and really being open-minded and really not stuck in your ways of how things should be. How it's Because even in the books I've read, You're listening to Everything Special Needs. My name is Sue Schilling, and we are talking about Down syndrome in honor of World Down Syndrome Awareness Day as we continue the program on Everything Special Needs, Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. She's doing every day and the things that she wants to do. She loves dancing. You know, speech has always been an issue with her. But every day we see an improvement. We're hearing new phrases. So I'll, I'll share with you her new phrase in the last two weeks is goodness gracious. <laughs> and where'd that come from? That's, you know, and that's like, and it seems to coat everything. You know, whenever we do something, goodness gracious. And we're like, goodness gracious. And then if something happens, she goes, well, where'd that come from? Like, where did, where did that come from? <laughs> so, that's great. And it adds such joy, Sue. I mean, I think... For anyone who has a loved one with a disability, I think we've opened our hearts and minds to really appreciate just the little things in life and to be grateful. And really, I know for me, Sue, uh, I've always looked at things and said, you know what, we just take things in stride, you know. I let things roll off me. Uh, I really don't get so upset over things. Yes, bad things happen. Sometimes things don't go our way. And then I come home. And I'll tell you, the two girls, they greet me like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but they do greet me like a superstar. I walk through <laughs> that door and there's like cheers, like, oh, my God, mommy's home. Ah, my heart just bursts. And all the worries, all the stress throughout the day, it totally melts away, Sue. So, so for me, um, I always wanted to do, my mission has always been to try to help other families who are in our situation, other situations, maybe educate, shed some light, um, help find answers. I don't always have the answers. Um, And so, you know, I'm an attorney. And so I've really tried to focus my practice 
in helping other families who have a loved one with special needs, different abilities, and really try to find out what can we do to help. What are the things that are keeping you up at night? Maybe I can share you some solutions that I do personally, other solutions that we've helped other families with, and maybe just give you some peace of mind, you know, and just give you some solutions because, you know, what's interesting, I think, Sue, with the age of the Internet, I still feel it's the land of extremes. We can get so much information and sometimes not enough or information that doesn't make sense. And it's an overload. And a lot of times I can speak from my own experience. Sometimes it's just so much information. You really, you really feel like maybe I don't want to deal with this today or I don't even know what the right answer is because I was on this one page that said this and a second page said that. Well, what to do? So Again, for me, I've always tried to make sure that we could probably at least shed some light, give some information, some direction, some clarity, um, and, and, and a direction to help families when they're trying to navigate through through this thing called life. You know? and, and it's a great way to combine the, the two things together to help people that are in the same uh, situation as you and then use the, the skills that you have as an attorney. So it's a just a wonderful way to to combine the the two things. Uh, Christine, when you talk about, you know, Christine, when you talk about, you know, we look at things and we say awareness month, regardless of, of what the, the situation is. In this case, Down syndrome awareness month, you as a mom to a daughter that, that has Down syndrome, uh, what would you like people to be most aware of? Uh, number one, again, as I may have mentioned at the top, they are individuals. They each have their own personalities and, con- and, and, and just things that they are, you know, their own characteristics. It's very easy for everyone to have a blanket understanding of what Down syndrome is, autism, um, cerebral palsy, anything like that, that you just have an idea and you might want to just say they're all like that. And it's not true. Um, you know, I'll give you an example, you know, when people mention Down syndrome and they always say, oh, they're so lovable and always happy. And that could be true, but not always because they're human. They right. have their bad days. They have their hard days. They have their days where they just wanna, don't want to do it, you know. <laughs> I mean, nobody is happy 24-7, so no, I mean, yeah, to just possible. lump that on someone, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, and, you know, it, it's, I'm very grateful when I hear it because that means they know something about it which is great, you know, because I think that awareness is somewhere there. So something's working, which is great. So the next step is just to really be a little bit more clear. Things I try to teach our buddies, uh, and every, every week before we start our program, I give them a little pep talk. But one of the, my most important messages to get across to them is I want you to see how these kids are, how wonderful they are, how smart they are, and then realize that they're just typical people with something different, with some, that's it. So when you're in the mall and you see a person with special needs, be it wheelchair-enabled, walker-enabled, visually impaired, Down syndrome, autism, it doesn't matter. Go up to them and give them knuckles. Go up to them and say, hey, that's a nice shirt. Hey, I like your hair. You have a beautiful smile. Well, those glasses are gorgeous. And they look at me, all the buddies like, why would I do that? And I, then I tell them, you may be the only person outside of their family that spoke to them today. What an awesome opportunity you have 
and and our buddies do it. Our buddies do it all the time. It's 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 a blessing for our kids, Sue. It's a blessing for our kids. It's absolutely amazing. And you know, you talk about the changes you've seen. You know, the impact on the the athlete that speaks for itself. That you have that opportunity to put on your uniform and 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 get on the field, whatever the sport is. But you see changes in the buddies too, correct? Oh yeah. Well. You know, uh, we have some buddies that will say, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do for my life, for my future, for my career. But now I'm going to be an OT or a PT or uh, uh, we have one girl that was the first one. We actually give out scholarships to our buddies, our seniors, and uh, our first recipient uh, is in St. Joe's. Uh, studying neurology and specializing in autism research. Wow. I mean, this is the impact. And she had no idea what she was doing before. And she never knew anybody with autism before our program. And she didn't even go to a local school. She asked her school, hey, where can I get my volunteer hours? And one of the coaches said, hey, I heard of this program. <laughs> and she was a buddy for four years. Amazing. She, she yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Oh, and you asked about our sports. I'm sorry, I, I skipped right over that. That's all right. Right now, we're doing soccer, uh, cheerleading, uh, basketball in January. In the spring, we'll do uh, baseball. And then right at the end of our baseball season, probably the first weekend of June, right around there, we do with North Wildwood Beach Patrol, we do a surf day. And uh, it's it's pretty awesome. All the lifeguards come down and volunteer and take our kids out surfing. Amazing. Uh, sounds like so much fun. How can someone contact you and get involved either as a player, a buddy, or just to learn more about what you do? Our uh, Facebook page is Harrison Township Top Sports. Uh, our website is uh, topsportsnj.org. And that's one S. Top Sports is all one word. So it's top, T-O-P, sports, N-J for New Jersey, dot org. Uh, one thing that, that I want to get into, um, uh, because I, and it brought me to, because the, the guest before uh, has, a, has a Down syndrome daughter, and there's a sibling. And the sibling has become such an advocate and so caring and so compassionate. She said the the sibling is just such a patient, compassionate person. Um, I know JT has some siblings. Talk about their their compassion and and how they are with JT and and how this has changed them and made them more um, passionate, um, compassionate, empathetic people. Uh, JT has... Uh, two older sisters and an older brother. His youngest sister, uh, or closest to him, is 23. She goes to Princeton. Her name's Kayla. Kayla has already told us, don't you worry about when you guys get old, because he's living with me, and my man will have to accept that. That's the way it is. <laughs> uh, Jackie and Troy, uh, his older uh, siblings, uh they are very affectionate, very understanding, very patient. They've learned acceptance, which is so important in this world in so many ways. LGBTQ, I mean, all these things need acceptance and understanding. So this helps in their lives in so many ways. Uh, we have families 
who's at, who have siblings that are either in our program or not that have special needs, but we have their siblings volunteering in our program. We have, we have the, the Wilson family, their, their son doesn't even participate in our program anymore, but their two daughters and their, and their four friends volunteer in our program. Uh, we have the Marchese family. We have two of the, two of Rosie's siblings participating, volunteering now, and her older siblings, who was in college, used to participate in our program as a buddy. There are so many siblings that learn so much, and they cause that ripple effect. And that's what Kayla did. Kayla, Kayla's the one that got us started with all the buddies, and that's how our program grew. You've been listening to Everything Special Needs on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. My name is Sue Schilling, and we thank you for listening. You've been listening to Everything Special Needs, a weekly program discussing topics and important resources concerning the special needs community. Be sure to tune in next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. for another edition of Everything Special Needs on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM and also online at rowanradio.com.